What is going on, my friends, and welcome to episode number 18 of The Coffee Pod. I am your host, Alex Cosentino, and this podcast, just like all of them, are brought to you by Maximal Coffee Co., the functional coffee with some muscle. I work as a online fitness coach that helps young men gain 15 pounds of muscle and naturally increase their testosterone while only spending 2% of their week in the gym. I am also the owner of Maximal Coffee Co., which, exciting news, is finally going to be coming very, very soon. Um, I just got an update um, saying that it should be ready to pack early next week. So that is incredibly exciting. Um, So make sure you get your pre-orders in. Price goes up as soon as I get my inventory. Um, There is your incentive. So, what today's episode is going to be all about is going to be tips on starting slash restarting your fitness journey. Whether it is muscle gain or fat loss, it is a difficult process for a lot of people. Um, And what makes the difference between the successful people in their fitness journeys and the unsuccessful people in their fitness journeys is their ability to stick to these habits long term. Now, I think we all know lots of people that will go to the gym for regularly for two weeks and then they won't go for a month and they'll go regularly for two weeks and then they won't go for a month. Um, And this is a very common occurrence and that's why it all comes down to really making sure that these habits stick. So what you want to do is not overwhelm yourself with how many things have to be done. So what, so tip number really comes down to two main tips. Um, and then it's just sort of broken down into sub tips, (laughs) if you will. Um, so the first main tip is going to be minimal starts. You don't want to add in a ton of things into your routine, especially when you're first starting out. Now you can slowly add things in as you continue to progress along your fitness journey. And as these habits are proven to be stuck with you, um, or I guess I should say, as you can prove that you can stick with these habits, um, then you can add in one more thing, stick with that habit for you know at least a month then add in one more thing, and so on and so forth. So that's why I say minimal starts. So obviously, one thing that you will most likely, when we call it a fitness journey, rather than just dieting, um, you're going to have to start working out. So only start with a couple days per week in the gym working out with weights. Um, So for most people, I mean, generally, you want to do a minimum of three days per week, but for when we're just absolutely starting, um, we're nervous about our routine, we don't really have that great of a plan, um, then I'm going to say just start with two days per week. Whether you want to do two full body workouts or you want to do an upper day and a lower day, just start with two days per week with resistance training, working out with weights, weight training, right? Just a couple days per week. Get used to it. Get used to the environment of being in the gym. Um, get comfortable with the movements, the exercises. Um, and uh, of course, get used to the recovery because what is going to happen um, when you first work out with weights is you are going to be very sore afterwards. Um, and that's normal. And that's okay. And it's still okay to work out while you're sore. So that cannot be used as an excuse to not work out again. Um, so yeah, just start with a couple 
couple days per week. Another one of the minimal starts that you can start doing is to just start moving more. Um, and what I mean by that is just your simple daily tasks. Um, just like, you know, if you're walking from point A to point B, go the long way. Um, you know, just like little things like that, just where you just increase the amount of movement that you're doing, right? Instead of ordering your food, cook it. Um, again, that increases movement. And then on top of that, you know exactly what you're putting into your food. So you know exactly how many calories you're having. Um, those kind of things do add up throughout the day. And the name of the game is fitness. So whether it's heart health that we're looking for, cardio, cardiovascular health, which, you know, is obviously one of the most important things for longevity um as well as muscle mass um but also of course when it comes to calorie expenditure we want to if we're in a fat loss phase we want to burn as many calories as we can um without feeling like we're dying and then also in addition to those two days per week with weights, I'm going to also suggest that you just add in a walk. That way you still get at least three days per week of intentional movement, right? Those are your minimal starts. Really, really, it's only two things and then just one adjustment. Um, so the two things being working out with weights and then a long walk that's added in. When I say long walk, I mean at least 20 minutes, okay? And that's a phenomenal starting point that you can definitely build off of. If you could stick with that for four weeks consistently... Then after those four weeks, maybe you can add in another day in the gym or you can add in another walk um, or something like that, right? So you can, once you're able to stick with these things consistently um, and you're able to work it within your schedule consistently um, without overly stressing yourself out, then you are good to go. Now, the major tip number two is going to be you want to maximize the amount of stops you want to stop doing a lot of things because i'm going to be honest right now the reason why you're out of shape is not because you're not doing all these things it is most likely because you are doing a lot of things you are eating a lot of shit food you're snacking way too much um you're drinking you're staying up way too late and you're just creating a ton of excuses you're binge watching your shows um, you know, you're making yourself fake busy. You're just sitting on the couch, scrolling social media. This is all time. And these are all time wasters when instead you can be doing things to benefit your health. Such as, for example, you know, check, just check your screen time, check your screen time. And I fucking promise you that you're going to be astounded by how long you're on your phone. You do have time to meal prep. Check your, I don't know if you can check your watch time on Netflix or whatever, but if you can, check it. And again, you will be astounded by how much time you do have to go to the gym. You'll be astounded by how much time you do have to go for walks. And when you're staying up all night long, whether you're going out or if you're just staying at home, doesn't matter. If you're staying up way too late, guess what's going to happen? Your body's not going to be able to recover properly. If your body can't recover properly because you're not getting enough sleep, then that means that your body is also not going to be able to metabolize properly. If it can't metabolize its food properly, then what happens? You get fat. It's not rocket science. 
it's not that difficult to understand. You need to make sure that you're going to bed in order to hit your fitness goals. If you're not getting a proper amount of sleep, then I'm sorry, but the rest of your life is going to be significantly more difficult. Get off the damn phone. Just go to bed. It's not hard. Now, I um, I preach a lot about habits to put in as like sort of a bedtime routine if you do have trouble falling asleep on time. Um, so these are a few things that I've implemented. Number one, reading, of course, is always very good. Um, it's just sort of something to tire out your brain. So if you could read for about 10 minutes or so, that's awesome. Another thing is journaling or just a brain dump. Um, that's also very good. It helps you sort of get all the thoughts that are in your head right before bed. Helps you to transfer it from your brain onto a piece of paper. Um, it doesn't sound like it'll work when you say it out loud, but I absolutely promise in practice, it does work. It is a fun, it is functional. Um, and then also on top of that, certain supplements that you can take to sort of help you, such as magnesium. Um, I take magnesium bisglycinate. Ashwagandha can help lower cortisol levels. Um, GABA helps relax the central nervous system. Um, those are all things that I take um, to sort of that I take right before bed to sort of help me relax um, before I go to sleep, so that I can make sure that I do get a good night's sleep. Another thing is do not go on your phone while you're in bed. So I know like the digital detox, you know, turning your phone off an hour before sleep is in this day and age is near impossible. I don't even do it, um, even though I do think that it is a phenomenal idea. But what I do do is I, once I get in bed, I don't go on my phone, I don't look at screens. Um, because I wanna make sure that my brain's relationship with the bed is strictly for sleeping. And that's the only thing that I do in bed, so my brain knows that once I'm in bed, it's time to sleep. It's not time to sit there and look at memes. Uh, it's not time to sit there and jack off, right? It's just time to sit there and, or lay there and just go to sleep. That's what the bed is for. Um, and then also, of course, setting a reverse alarm. Because again, I know how it can get in the evenings, right? If you do have extra time in the day and you are just, you know, watching Netflix or something like that, then, um, or, you know, doing whatever, even if you're like working or, Whatever it is that you're doing in the evening, um, I know how it can get where, you know, you get into a groove or you just sort of lose track of time. You're not looking at the clock, right? You hit one more episode. You're like, okay, one more email. Um, whatever it is, set a reverse alarm, something, an alarm that goes off that tells you when it's time to sleep. Uh, that way, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm supposed to be asleep by 10 o'clock. Reverse alarm goes off at 9.30. Okay, let me just finish up whatever I'm doing. Um, let me get my journal out, do my brain dump. Let me grab my book and read whatever it is, right? And hit the hey. That's it. That is the end of your night. Um, so yeah, sleep is a huge thing that I think a lot of people undervalue when it comes to your fitness journey. Um, and again, all these things just come... Like, everybody knows if you're eating shit food, I, like, there shouldn't have to be... A discussion on what shit food does for you I think some people just don't realize how shit Some food can be for them um, To be honest like I've gone my entire life um, You know Understanding that McDonald's Is bad for you and 
this is a true story. When I used to be a personal trainer working um, at Good Life, when I used to work at Good Life, I'm still a personal trainer, but when I used to work at Good Life, um, I did have a client where I was asking her about her diet and she said, uh, she ate McDonald's. I'm like, okay, I don't have to tell you about, you know, what's wrong with McDonald's, right? And she said, no, what's wrong with McDonald's? And she was genuine about that. I'm like, wow, right? So some people don't, honestly don't understand what foods are bad for them and unfortunately the list of bad maybe i don't, I don't know if i want to use the word bad foods but no i do want to use the word bad foods the list <laughs> the list of bad foods is very very long anything that is containing you know a wide range of certain ingredients such as seed oils soybean oils um vegetable oils palm olive oil or palm oil right there's there is quite a long list of things that you should be looking for in ingredient lists and knowing to avoid and i promise that if you just start on knowing what ingredients to avoid you will lose weight just from that alone i promise right because pretty much anything that's bad for you is going to have those ingredients in there whether it's canola oil You'll be surprised. Canola oil is in fucking everything. Soybean oils in everything. Sunflower, safflower oils, um, right? The, these things are everywhere. So if you just start looking out for ingredient lists, right, and you stop having those foods, then I promise you'll find it a lot easier to lose weight because then where is that, where are you going to end up resorting? You're going to end up resorting to real foods. You're going to resort to beef, chicken vegetables, fruits, things like that. And I promise just by making that swap of highly processed shit foods going to real whole foods, you'll lose weight. Even without counting your calories, I promise you're going to lose weight because I promise you're going to end up eating less, less calories. Um, it could, it'll still feel like the same volume of food, but it's going to be less calories. You'll most likely be getting in more protein as long as you're eating your meat, um, or fish or whatever. And you'll feel better, man. I just, I promise if you just make that one switch, even if you do that before you start going to the gym or anything like that, right? Especially if you're trying to lose fat, I promise you, I promise you that that will be enough to at least get the ball rolling, get you some results. And then that way you can use those results to build momentum, to add in another habit and get more results, right? So if if you start with that one stop of stopping the shit food, you'll get those results, which will give you the confidence to add in another habit, such as going to the gym. And then you'll get even more results. And not only on top of this number on the scale going down, if you go to the gym and you start lifting weights, you're also going to get stronger. And it's proven that it will actually help with your mental health as well. And it will actually allow you to think clearer, have better mental clarity, be able to think better. I promise you that this is going to change your life because once those switches start flipping, then all of a sudden other aspects of your life are going to be easier as well. Work is going to be easier. I promise. Because like I said... Lifting weights means that you're going to be thinking better. And what requires you to think most of the time in the day? Work, right? Or school, whatever you're do- however old you're, whatever you're doing, 
work or school that's what's going to be taking up the majority of your day so if you can make yourself more efficient in those times of the day then you will perform better and especially in work what happens when you perform better you get promotions you get more money and bada bing bada boom because now that you're jacked you're also rich there you go you're welcome that's all i got for you guys today bye